0: That All right, Jesus right. Jesus may it be your Jesus will, Jesus Adonai, Jesus. my God,
1: that a mishap not come about through me. And may we not stumble in a matter of law and cause our colleagues to rejoice over us. May we not say regarding something which is to me that it is to horror Not regarding something which is to horah that it is to me. May. may our colleagues not stumble in a matter of Torah and we rejoice over them. For Adonai grants wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding of God. Unveil our eyes that we may perceive wonders from your Torah. Mm-hmm.
0: have a preliminary question.
1: <laughs>
0: no, it's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> just because you're sitting next to me. If <laughs> you had <should've laughs> gotten here
1: just a little bit earlier, that could have been yours, but no. But I do want to thank you, Matt. You can leave it right there. I'll be sitting right next to you. That's why the glass is there. There. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are good enough to, to come and bring wine, I just want to say thank you. It is really truly a blessing. So thank you so much. So good? Okay. I think we're good. It's your turn. Wake Make it up. Make some room. Look, he's wearing bowling shoes and bowling socks.
0: That's good. He's two weeks in a row, Well, not in a row. Well, okay. It feels like two weeks in
1: a row. He has, he has taught more in this Fifty-seven, seventy-five, then in all years combined. Like, this actually. was the
0: class on Greek Church history, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were discussing maybe in the wrong class. Right? It is um, pagan yeah. It It's
2: Gregory. Yeah. The wrong, kind of wrong class we for Gregory all Yeah, no, you can start. start in the just the
1: Gregory can pick up the beginning Both. of the order. <laughs> okay. Just the roots. <laughs> Much too soft. Okay, let me turn this up <laughs>
2: i got to think about this a little bit. This is, uh, this is, I was, I'm teaching about the four Shabbats that we're in right now. Leading up to Pesach. Four and Pesach, right? Does anybody know what, what they are? The first is uh, Shabbat Shekhalim. Shekalim. Shabbat Shabbat Hara. Hara. Shabbat, Hara. Shabbat. Achodesh. Achodesh, would be the fifth. So okay. really part of this. All right. We're not really going to touch on that until the end of the class.
1: Oh, okay. good.
2: But I remember this is a um, a treatise by uh, a Breslauer. Shocking.
0: What's his name?
2: Yeah. It's by Rabbi Time, which is uh, Rabbi Nachman's chief disciple. A lot more mm-hmm. easy to understand than Rabbi One. Uh, anyway, he wrote a very famous book on his uh, commentary on the whole Shulchan which is a code of Jewish law. And, and he was told to write that, right? I? No. Rabbi? No, this, this is his own little uh, pet project. Oh, okay. And so he'll go through each of the halakha in there, Shulchan Aruch, yeah. and yeah, uh, nice. he'll try to find allusions to Rabbi Nachman's lessons in Shulchan Aruch. So this is the first halakha in the Shulchan Aruch. It's a commentary on that. And um, I pull out this book. I, I only have the first volume, because that's the only one that's in English right now. And I pull it out. Uh, every couple of months or so and think so like oh I'm, I'm gonna read this again and I end up re- just reading the first chapter again um, and it's a really good chapter so that's what this it is it's just the first chapter <laughs> of, of the book It's really good um, anyway it's called waking you now. so all right so this is, this is there's nice. there's, oh you can click on click on the thing it's um I'll do it. I'll do it. I want you to mess it up. That'll do it. That'll do it. I gotta make sure we're in the correct (laughs) thing. Okay.
0: Okay. Whoa, look at that transition. Oh, man. Look at this. Nice. Is this Prezi? Yeah. Prezi. warned us about possible motion sickness. is (laughs) um, (laughs) right. It had to be (laughs) Prezi
2: because there's a lot of thoughts here. There's gonna be a lot of thinking in the class. Um, but it's not complicated stuff. It's just a lot of connections. So just make all the connections and don't skip anything. Got hey, it. Paper. It. This is. Can is we write that? this down? Just memorize it. Oh, okay. This is, the remember it down. this is the we're going to be commenting on. From the beginning of Shulchan Aruch in Ura, it's the laws of waking up in the morning. And it says, one should be as strong as a lion to rise in the morning for the service of one's creator. One should... Awaken the dawn, and then it says, "Note, I shall place God before me at all times." It's a fundamental and of Hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. This is this is law.
0: If I could just. Sure. Um, so, so I've had short kind of Arukh for years. The kit, the old uh, mm-hmm. two-volume mm-hmm. kit, certainly. Not since, you know, but maybe it wasn't. I forget who published it. So um, I bought myself a Hanukkah present got the art school with the commentary. Right? <laughs> so uh, so I've been going back. I've been going through Shulkan sure. kind Rook, of Rogue and sort of like Pete, bas- I've basically just been on, you know, Sman 1. I'm like Sman 1 and 2. And maybe, I think maybe I'm in 3 now or something. But... but so one, of course, being morning, you know, okay. mm-hmm. of the laws for arising, right? And um, this whole concept of you know, and again, it's like one of these things where I have read it before, you know, many times. But for some reason, this whole concept of of meditating on this whole idea of I shall place Hashem before me at all times, right, um, has It's it's like it's sunk in this time, you know. know, And it has really changed my perspective on several things and the way I go about my day, you know. um, All from reading Jewish law, right? You know, dry toast. Yeah. So it's it's it really it's really incredible when you meditate on not just what the law is, but why it is. It's 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 been really cool. Thank you, Yep, yeah, it's good.
2: There's actually no English copy of the ruv yet, um, unless you get like the one open source one in Safari. So, movie. Pete, can you explain the difference between Kitzar Shochaner ruv and Shulkanaruk? It's not necessary for the class right now. So, <laughs> the um, I have a question. How's the english com? How's the non-English version?
0: Uh, just nobody's made a nice book. It's it's the full yeah. scale, the full is not in English. The Kitser, which is like the. the Are the you going to explain British? the difference between Kitser and. <laughs> Kitser and <the laughs> Kitser. Yeah. He yeah. wants to know why there's no English. No, I'm just saying. Can can we we re- I, I the
1: Sensino has chromium. the thing I read on art scroll. Kitser. That's, That's Kitser Kitser right. right. the Kitzer. There's the Sensino, C- 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 which has chromy typeface and is in Old English.
2: CTF. It's the best they could do. typeface. All right, so let's just focus. This is a big lesson. Big so lesson. we're going okay, go. focus. Heads down. And Take it. deep breath. know the basics. So none of this um, weird stuff. If you don't know the basics, just Google it after the class <laughs> or during okay Or during it. Use that computer frame to Google it. Uh, <laughs> Rev Natan looks at this halakha, what you're looking at right here, and says that this relates perfectly to uh, lesson 282. Nachman and the main point of lesson 282 is this if you're feeling far away from Hashem search for the good points so that is when you're feeling like uh, hopeless or like you've fallen too low into a different level and uh, you've sinned full of blemishes, evil that's when you should look specifically that is when you should look for the good points in yourself the good deeds you've done and focus on those. Right. And so even if you've, um, even if your good points are mixed with evil, like you had bad intentions or you did something bad, like right after you did something good, it doesn't matter. Like somewhere in there is going to be an essential point of good and that's what you're supposed to focus on when you're feeling far away from Hashem. Hmm? Okay. That's called judging yourself favorable judge yourself favorably. And so by judging yourself favorably, you actually leave the category of sinful person and you enter the category of innocent person, enter the category of merit. That's kind of the the big push of Rabbi Nachman's lesson is this idea that when you judge yourself favorably, you're not a wicked person anymore. Like you actually moved from the side of sinful to the side of merit. Mm -hmm. And a proof text verse for, for this is here. A little bit more, and there is no wicked one. You should look closely at his place, and he's not there. That is, by virtue of the little bit more, the little bit of good that you find, and there is no wicked one. You look for the wicked person, and he's not there in his place, the wicked, at the wicked level. He's now in the category of innocent, sinless. Okay? born. Important in this way one will be able to repent so the idea is to lead you to teshuva because when you're feeling down it's like you can't get back up you don't want to pray you don't want to repent because it kind of seems hopeless it kind of seems like you've fallen too far down, stuff like that mm. um, but if you focus on your good points by looking for the points of good in yourself then you're given the, you're enabled to repent did you, see our proof? did you see the proof text first? it's kind of important first here a little bit more, and there is no wicked one. Meaning that the wicked person doesn't exist anymore, we didn't focus on the good points. Okay. You wouldn't want to miss a proof text verse. No, you not know, <laughs> in the Yeah, In the beginning. Yeah, is the beginning's the, the main point. Okay. But so I don't know why, it's okay, you can still read. By virtue of this, one is able to pray and sing. So the idea is you'll find your good points, and by mm-hmm. virtue of finding the good points, you're then enabled to pray and sing. Singing and praying, praising, all that. So the His Proof Text verse for that is I shall sing praise to my God with my little bit. The little bit of good I find allows me to sing praise to my God. Mm. Okay. This is, on a basic level, how melodies are composed in the first place. Got a scale of notes, you are selecting the good notes and leaving the bad ones. So you're picking out the good notes, and that's how you're making a melody. So by defining the good points is how melodies are composed. That's why we're able to sing when we're focused on the good points. It's all one concept, making songs and stuff like that. Good? Okay. okay. Well, this should lead you if you're judging yourself favorably, is it should lead you to be able to judge others favorably in the same way. Mm-hmm. Right? And so Rabbi Nachman says that anybody who can find point of good, even in the worst of sinners, that person is qualified to be a chazan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Why would that be? What does a chazan do? It leads people in songs. Songs and, and, and prayer. By virtue of this, one's able to sing and pray, so it's all just one concept, right? So if you're able to find the good in everybody, then you'd be able to pray and sing. Like, right? works so, out, um, right? Okay, that's the main point. All those concepts have to be solidified in your brain now. Finding the good points, prayer and song, judging yourself favorably, moving from the category of sinful to innocent. Sin. Sounds good. Good. Makes sense. Praise. That's the main Okay, all this kind of corresponds to an arousal from sleep. We know sleep is one-sixtieth of death. Death is like separation from God, darkness, sleepiness. So there's a distance from Hashem, sleeping. And then so waking up, arousal from sleep, would be finding the good points. So this, this concept corresponds to, corresponds to an arousal from sleep we kind of see this, like a proof text for this, is going to be Psalm 3. Psalm 3 starts off with, Oh God, how many are my enemies? Many rise up against me. Rabbi Nachman is always saying, whenever you read the Psalms, you got to make it super personal. And so, the main enemies of a person so. are his sins. His sins and blemishes. So, he's saying like, Oh God how many are my sins and blemishes they're all rising up against me I'm feeling overwhelmed like I can't um, can't sing and pray you know, I can't can't return to Hashem because I've got so many sins right and so and those thoughts that that hit you when you've made a mistake like that it says many say of my soul he has no salvation from God that's what it feels like that there's no hope. And so in Psalm 3, then it says, I lay down and fell asleep. Because that's that's what we're talking about. It all corresponds to being asleep. When you're in this state of your enemies rising up against you, your sins rising up against you, you're in a state of sleep. Mm-hmm. And then the next verse says, I woke up, for God
0: supports me. Yeah.
2: So how does, for God supports me, correspond to finding the good points? Like how does that wake you up? Well, all the good points correspond to godliness. Right, so the word is Elokut, which everyone in the books I've read translates as godliness, but it's a weird. I mean, it's when I read it, I always say godliness, like without the L, because what we're talking about is like, like actual like some some of the Chabad writings are translated as divinity. So like these good points correspond to an aspect of. Hashem, like divinity in you, because it's a fundamental principle in Judaism that the Torah and Israel and Hashem are all one concept. They're all echad. So if the Torah and Hashem are echad, then every mitzvah, or good point, every mitzvah is in complete unity with Hashem. And we see this in the Ashray that we say every day, three times a day, is Hashem is good for all. And so it's Hashem is good. Like the good point, Hashem is good. And taste and see that Hashem is good, Hashem is good. Like he's actually actually is the good. So what we're saying in Psalm three, which says, I woke up for God supports me So actually saying is that I found the good points, and the good points actually are Hashem. Because the Torah and Hashem are one concept. So when I'm finding the good points in my own life, I'm actually finding that God is still in my life. Like, there's, there's no distance there. God is supporting me because the good points are Hashem. So it searching out the good points is like searching out the bits of Hashem in you. Yeah, to put it one way. Yeah. It says it kind of sounds kind of weird, but it's straight logic. Because the Torah and Hashem are completely one. No. So any mm-hmm. mitzvah is going to be completely one with Hashem. So that is it's assuming that you're, you've done mitzvahs that you're searching out that you've done in the past.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you have to look for the mitzvahs. That makes so much more sense than I feel like I've heard this teaching the concept of looking for the good points before. Yeah, you but read I've, this lesson to me. I don't. That, what on the couch. Um, oh, it's very possible. I don't remember now. But the point being is you were that, heavily intoxicated. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was in another heaven. Um, or somebody some, guy I knew once. Um, but the uh, the thing is, on this particular point, I've always felt like it was more like try to find something good about yourself so you just feel so bad about yourself. Mm, that never works for me. It's like right. it's like when you feel really bad about yourself. It's like it's hard to find anything good about yourself. The stuff doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It's right. like well, that's so lame? So I could do that. The point is you're actually finding Hashem. Right, which, which is different. And you're actually not far away from it. Right, that's, that's the key. So it
2: says, okay, so the point I found within myself, which represents godliness, this is what supports me and arouses me from sleep. Right, and so the next verse in Psalm 3 is, I will not fear the myriads of people who set themselves around me. Because mm. the myriads of blemishes that have set themselves around me, I don't have to fear them anymore, even though there's myriads, thousands of them, because just a little bit of good dispels a lot of evil. A little bit of light dispels a lot of darkness. Evil is dispelled before. A bit of good, a bit of light dispels a lot of darkness. That's also a fundamental point. Judge?
1: Good. 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 Where are the top halves of your words come? I don't
2: know. I think it's the resolution. Maybe on a bigger screen.
0: <laughs> Maybe the pixel density.
2: I know, you know, sometimes I look at people and I think maybe they have a pixel density problem. (laughs) Anyway, another verse that kind of plays this out, it's a very simple verse here, Psalm 139, I awaken and I'm still with you. You see, so by the little bit more that I find, the little bit of good that I find that is still with you, because it's all one concept, the good points and Hashem, that's how I awaken myself. I awaken and I'm still with you. See, I, I awaken myself because of what I find that is still with you. So waking up is corresponding to finding those little
1: get, little good points. Mm-hmm. The good points are corresponding to actually Hashem. Right. Okay. Just make strong sure track with me. No, that's
2: good. I it's, you're not gonna be able to keep doing that though. I did that on the last slide, I tried to. But like all made the this connections. You a brain cramp, And it my computer kind of, <laughs> Were you using a, uh, a Windows Surface? It was a Mac, bro. I don't want to a Microsoft talk about Surface. Right?
1: Did you say it was a Mac, bro? A It's of
2: the Mac, it's bro. The Mac, bro. The Mac, bro. bro. The Mac bro. Right, so we won't make this connection. Okay, we'll just well. keep focusing, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everything corresponds, so this, this idea corresponds to the Rails of Home Sleep, right? Right. Okay. Right. Let's not forget. I should have mentioned it there about the myriads. I'm not afraid of them because why? Because the good point that I find puts me in the category of innocence of merit. So I don't have to be afraid of all these sins. I found a good point. I'm not in the category of sinfulness anymore. Mm. That's why I'm not afraid of it anymore. You know, I would be afraid if I just found a good point and I had all these sins
0: and it didn't matter. sir. how mm-hmm. that Square with the also very prominent concept um, of fearing sin, right? Um, so when we say we don't have to f- be afraid of the myriads of yeah. sin in your down yeah. we have a concept of will. We'll,
2: it'll become clear. Okay. It'll become clear. It's, it's, a, um, it's not a it's not a universal for your whole life it's for when you down in the dumps
0: that's kind of cool it's like the first of the gospel there's none good but God I think mm. Mm. but when, when you sound like the, oh in that case no man is good like that's the, that's very belittling to a man except if the man is specifically looking for the pieces of God in him right mm. Right. And that makes him good it made oh. me
2: rethink mm. this idea of when we say like, oh that guy is so godly like we're actually saying he's got, he's got more pieces of he's got more Sparks. Sparks. They do. I don't know. You can't
0: really say it without <laughs> sounding really stupid. I think it's really cool that Psalm 3 is recited with the bedtime Shema. And it's all about, you know, it's, it's among verses, that, you know, raises our God, erect to life and to peace. And, and you know, and, and I just thought it was really cool to throw that in there that this is part of the bedtime Shema. Mm-hmm. Psalm 3, and, and all of these points are in there as well.
2: Sweet. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, this this guy, because he's, he's going to basically touch on every single thing in the world and you how everything points back to the one concept. And we will realize that this is a concept from all time. 300 slides Right. Yeah, that is quite a few slides. Uh, Alright, there's another verse. Awaken my glory, awaken, lute and harp, I shall awaken the dawn. So, is that if you, um, if you do pray out of the breast of Siddur, this is the last, second last verse you say before you go to sleep. It's kind of supposed to sound if you wake up tomorrow morning. Anyway, awaken my glory, awaken, lute and harp, I shall awaken the dawn. So, how do you wake up? You have to awaken the dawn. You have to get it before the dawn. Right? That's what Shukan Ru says. So the word for dawn is Shachar which corresponds to Shekhorah which is black which is I am black and beautiful O daughters of Jerusalem song songs and the idea is that even though this point of good appears black that's just a cover I'm black but I'm beautiful so essentially these points of good are beautiful and pretty but they're covered in black and so we have to awaken them and we have to arouse them the good point is essentially very beautiful. Only that is covered in blackness needs to be aroused. That's how we wake up. I shall awaken the dawn. Right? I shall awaken the shachar, which is actually awaken the black. Shkor, right? mm-hmm. 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 The midrash interprets this verse <laughs> differently. It says. I am black concerning the golden calf, but I am beautiful concerning the sanctuary.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: But this Midrashic interpretation of Song of Songs still brings us to the same point. So, first we have to understand golden calf is a big deal. Thomas says, whoever acknowledges idolatry is if he's denied the entire Torah. So, when, when Israel sinned with the golden calf, this is the ultimate evil. He still, that's the whole deal. right? So ultimate evil. And then Moshe intercedes for them. And it says, if, Rabbi Nachman will say that he he looks for all their good points. He finds good points in every one of the people of Israel. He brings those to Hashem. And in that light, Hashem Hashem forgives them.
0: Hmm.
2: Well, when we kind of understand this because of Moshe's question to Hashem. It says, Why, O God... Will your anger be enraged against your people? It's almost like an incredulous question. Like, why is your, why would your anger be enraged against your people? They're in the category of innocent. Like, I found good points in them. So why would you be angry at them? Like, yeah, they did the Golden Calf. It doesn't even matter anymore. Like, I found a good point. So yeah, th- that question doesn't make sense in any other context, unless there's some kind of, some kind of reason that they'd be out of the category of sinfulness. Because Hashem seems to have a pretty good case against them. Way, uh, the good he found within them completely dispels the evil. Because a little bit of light dispels a lot of darkness. So, in forgiving response to his intercession, Hashem reveals 13 attributes. And the phrase he uses says, I will show you all my good. That is, like, even in the worst of the worst, God is good for all at all times. Like, all my good. Good for all. Hmm? 13 attributes some of them listed here Hashem Hashem, compassionate and merciful God, forbearing so compassion, meaning he's going to be judging on the side of compassion, the right side chesed, kindness and he finds a point of good Hashem finds a point of good even in the worst sinners by way of which he moves them to the category of innocence. It says, who preserves love and kindness for thousands of generations, he bears iniquity and transgression. So Reb looks at this, who preserves chesed for thousands, he says, even if you have thousands of blemishes, thousands of sins, he preserves chesed. So like thousands are ameliorated by the points of good that he's finding. And so he's bearing the iniquity and transgression because he's moved you into the category of innocent. Mm. You're not in the category of evil anymore. No. Can I try and change no. the resolution? No, I did that. Didn't I? I tried all four
1: resolutions.
2: Hmm. It would be bad to mess it up now, in the middle. You can <laughs> barely stand it. Go. Well, you just have to listen. I instead guess i just listen. <laughs> so okay. That's what you can barely stand. Yeah. <laughs> More green, <laughs> sure. Hey. Green for good. For a quick story? A quick story?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Say no. I was gonna say like that story about those two guys and Moshe that carried all the stuff on his backs that always gave Moshe crap. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be a good story for here. Whenever you cook. have the time
0: for a story, you let us know. It illustrates this point. Go ahead and No man, we'll, we'll we'll wait. Go ahead.
2: I'm fine with the story right now. Are you, are you bearing iniquity? Or is it transgression. It's okay. It'll, be a, good, the it'll be a good up. Up. Like, It'll be a wrap-up yeah. story. This <laughs> is 10 you. at night. I believe you. Okay. So, okay. Go back to the um, to the Midrashic interpretation of the verse. And black concerning the golden calf, and beautiful concerning the sanctuary. We understand the calf is like ultimate darkness, concealment, breaking the whole Torah. And even the story of the golden calf points to this concept of Moshe finding the points of good. Moshe is called the good man. It's when uh, Pharaoh's daughter looks at him and says, this is a good, what does she, what does she say? Um, she saw that he was good. So this good man, like Moshiach, he's able to find points of good in all Israel. Okay, that's the golden calf. And then what about sanctuary? How does the sanctuary correspond to this? Well, right after, so next week, we're gonna be reading about the golden calf. Right after the golden calf incident, Um, Hashem says get all the Israelites to give their stuff gold, copper, silver um, to your right, Right. give give all your stuff and so it's kind of like Hashem is instructing each of the Israelites to bring their little point of good they're bringing their gold or their silver or their copper or whatever and so the sanctuary is constructed out of Israel's good points Hmm. they bring whatever is of good they have and then it builds the sanctuary Right. Yeah. And so, specifically. Specifically, after the golden calf, which is the, which is the the opinion <laughs> of people, we have uh, we have Hashem saying, well, collect all of the good points together and build a sanctuary." Right. So, search for your good, each Israelite's
0: good, to build a sanctuary. Another all interesting side point. They were asked to bring all of their, especially all their metals, right their gold, their silver, their mm-hmm. copper—all um, of which uh, require uh, a smith, a smithy, smithing process, and a refinement process, you know, to mold them and make them into something you know useful. So, um, so there's a drosh in there mm-hmm. somewhere about. Mm-hmm refinement of
1: um, the things that we present. So yeah. hmm. Was it men and women that brought these or just the women? Is it everybody.
2: Definitely men. Yeah, definitely men involved. I don't know what the women... That's I skipped right, so Alright, alright. So now this uh, Midrashic interpretation makes sense. Golden calf versus sanctuary they follow one with the other and finding the good points, right? And if you look back at the main verse we were looking at, um, this second this second part, awaken, lute, and harp, also makes sense because we just said, if you awaken the dawn, if you awaken the good points and find them and gather them together, right, that's so. how melodies are created. So awaken, lute, and harp follows directly right in that verse. Mm-hmm. Right? Because of that verse, the proof text verse. Okay, we'll now go back to the original Shulchan Ruch passage we were studying. And we can now relook at it in light of this teaching. One should be as strong as a line to rise in the morning for the service of one's creator. One should awaken the dawn. So how do you rise in the morning? you awake in the dawn. We just saw awake in the dawn, awake in the shachar is, uh, is finding the good points. That's how you rise in the morning. Mm. Okay. But then this note part, I shall place God before me at all times is a fundamental rule in the Torah. How does this tie-in? I shall place God before me. I shall place this shiviti. Shaviti it corresponds to this word, shabay, which Mm -hmm. means equally. There's this idea of that I have Hashem equally before me at all times. Because even when it feels like I'm far away, if I search for the good points and know that's an aspect of Hashem, and so he's equally before me, even if I have sinned, Hashem is still just as close. All I have to do is, is be conscious of that. Right. So this is a fundamental rule in the Torah. And then the rest of that verse says, for I shall not falter at my right side. And so the idea here would be, I've set Hashem before me at all times, even at the lowest levels, because I shall not falter at my right side. For by leaning to the side of right which is the side of kindness, chesed, judging oneself inside ah, of merit. In this way, one is able to find Hashem at all times. It ties the verse together, see? And then the verse after that, 16.7, says, despite the multitude of my thoughts, confusing thoughts, your consoling delights my soul. Despite multitude of, of the thoughts in my head, saying I, I can't, I can't get back up from this, your of my soul, meaning Hashem helps a person focus on their good points, stands them back up, yeah. so that they're able to repent, they're able to pray, etc. And then another verse makes sense now. I recall my melody by night. I speak with my heart and search my spirit. So that's that is. I I search my heart and search I search my spirit, I'm looking for the good points at night. A darkness, I'm in a dark place. And I recall my melody, because melodies are composed by means of finding the good points. I right, just for subtle times together. Seventy seven seven remember good. That's no, just because musicians are not turning Yeah maybe. In <laughs> <laughs> a Kabbalistic way Alright. kind of <laughs> 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 All right. so now we're shifting gears a little bit and going back to this idea of Finding the good points enables a person to pray. So it's a rectification of prayer. Finding good points is the essence of the rectification of prayer. Because you'll remember we're waking up from sleep. First prayer service in the morning is Shacharit. Shacharit was started instituted by Avraham. Avraham is the man of Chesed. The man who always leans to the right side. So, Shacharit is all kind of linked with this idea of finding the good points because it's all about waking up in the morning and going to do prayers. Hmm. Right? So, some sections of Shacharit we're going to look at. First, the first one when you're in Shacharit is um, the reading about the sacrifice. Who does all this stuff, like reading the sacrifices and stuff? Mm. Getting in Corbin, there. Out. Corbin out Before trying to get there. Try okay. I I pick one. Highly recommend it. Sacrifices correspond to this because what, what really is a sacrifice? Stages tell us that the goal is to elevate something from the lower levels, like animal kingdom, up to the human level, which is called the speaker level. That's cool. So we got mineral, vegetable, animal, mm-hmm. human. But they call human speaker. In in, in the state, that's what the sages say. So the idea is to get the animal level up to the speaker level. The essence of sorting out good points is, from where they've fallen, is is to bring about speech or praise. Mm. So there's essence of sacrifice to get, to pull something up from the animal level into the speech level. is the same as reaching down into the evil, finding the good point and bringing that up until it's reached the essence of speech.
1: Mm.
2: This is all in Song of Songs. My dove in the clefts of the rock, in the hidden cracks of the precipice. So my dove corresponds to that good point. The sages say a faithful dove is uh, is that, or the perfect dove, is the one that never leaves its mate. And so this good point, even though it may have fallen into the clefts of the rock, and it's in the ultimate concealment, in the cracks of the precipice, it's still clinging to Hashem. And so Hashem says, show me your appearance, let me hear your voice, your voice is sweet and your appearance is beautiful. Hashem wants, wants to hear the voice of this good point. He wants this good point to be elevated from the, uh, from the clefts of the rock into a, a spot where we're able to speak and praise Hashem. Right? And specifically, let me hear your voice. And then there's another, another section of the Song of It says, you who sit in the gardens with friends listening to your voice, let me hear you. Rashi says, not with friends, like he interprets that as um, amidst the nations. Hmm. So you who sit in in the gardens amidst the nations, that is the good point surrounded by the the evil nations, I want to hear your voice. Let me hear you, specifically let me hear you. I have to find my notes so I can read that last part because I can't see it. Idea, the idea, of course, is the sacrifices are raising the animal to a speaker level, and so the same idea of finding the good points to raise them into a level where we're able to speak to Hashem. We're able to pray and praise Hashem. Mm-hmm. So, all just connecting to the same thing. Uh, second part, there's this paragraph after you do the sacrifices that mentions the priestly service. Mm-hmm. It says, um, Let the prayer of our lips substitute for the prayer of bulls because. Here's what it says. What does it say? It says, um, the Priests in their assigned service, Levites singing from their platforms, and Israelites standing in their places. This is how you set up the temple. We say to Hashem, well, the temple's been destroyed, so may the words of our mouth a substitute for the pulse. And it may all of this be as if it was going on. Well, all these three things that happen while a sacrifice is going on all correspond to the same deal. So, priests in their... They're assigned service. They're the one doing the sacrifice. Priest is a man of Chesed who is elevating this animal to a level of speaker. So that's the obvious one. He's he's doing what we're talking about, finding the good point and raising it up. And therefore, melodies are created. So Levites are singing from their platforms because melodies are created by means of finding the good points. right? And then sages so say that during this... Happening, the Israelites are supposed to be standing there studying Torah, specifically two passages of the Torah. They're supposed to be studying the creation account and Ha'azinu. Hmm. All the sacrifices are going on. Hmm. Creation Ha'azinu. So, yeah. what's, what's Ha'azim? The song, Moshe's song, uh, chapter 32 Debra? of Deborah. Yeah. That La- basically the last thing in Torah. First, oh, first and the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. mm. Okay, so creation uh-huh. corresponds to this whole idea as well. So it says, it says, on each of the six days, and it was good, right? But before we said it was good. Before was that, darkness. it was chaos, void, and darkness, to va vote, right? Good children. So how did it get? From chaos, void, darkness to it was good. Speaking.
0: No. The s- Spirit of God, uh,
2: uh, Yes. The Spirit of God hovered over the face of the waters. The saints say, the Spirit of God, that's the Spirit of Mashiach. And the Spirit of Mashiach okay, okay. is the one who represents <laughs> good. And who is the only man? Hovered over the water. It's opposed to splitting. <laughs> okay. Interesting Interesting point. The one who can find all the good points in everyone will be Mashiach, right? And so, it's by means of Mashiach that the world is formed. Ruth three thirteen is the messianic verse. It says, "In the morning he will redeem you. If he will redeem you, good will redeem you." This is just equating Mashiach to good. Okay, it's talking about Boaz, but Boaz just. So by virtue of the spirit of God, which is the spirit of good, which is the spirit of Mashiach, the world is formed and sustained. Because Mashiach is the one who can find the good points. Mashiach is hovering over this chaos and void and darkness, the spirit of Mashiach is. And that's what brings us to, and it was good. It, it pulls that out. So that right after this, we get, Hashem says, let there be light, and there was light. And then says Hashem separated between the light and the darkness. That is, when we search out the good points, we enter into the category of innocence, which separates us from the realm of darkness. So separating light from darkness is always an aspect of focusing on the good points, right? You're saying in that verse, Hashem looked at the good points. Spirit of Mashiach sorted out good points from all the chaos. So we are finding and sorting out the good points. Sacrifices, creation, and sanctuary, and creation corresponds to sorting out the good from the bad. And we read the creation story during the sacrifices. And the sacrifices themselves correspond to sorting out the good points. The sacrifices are done in the sanctuary, and the sanctuary was built by the good points of Israel. These is all correspond they're all just one concept. You know, they decided to separate them mm-hmm. The other portion of Torah that I study is Hazinu. It says in Hazinu, this song will testify. Sir? I have a question on no, like, not
1: don't I get too deep, but Judaism's view on like evil. So Hashem created darkness. Does that mean created bad? And then the question is, can we create bad? You brought
2: this up last time. You no, know, but uh, I'm confused. You did no, bring it's a like 30 yeah. second,
1: three second answer. Like, what does darkness mean? There is no it's 30,
2: 30 second answer. That's a big deal. It's a big, everyone hey, struggles with that. Pull, pull we, should it. A, we should have a class that okay. I think just the basic level. says in that verse we say every morning he um, like creates no, light. Uh, light. Increase he creates light. darkness. He, he doesn't start He says he forms darkness. Or, it, or, or no, it, it says forms he forms light and creates darkness. Yeah, so, because it's Because he already is light. And so he had to create darkness as a special thing. Because he's not darkness. But he did create it. We're getting into a big talk about it. This song would testify what? That even in the ultimate concealment, because it says, I will utterly hide my countenance in the song that <laughs> Israel is still close to him, or even on the lowest the lowest of them still possesses some point of good, because it says, God's portion is his people, He found them in a barren land. Barren land specifically like a land of chaos. God's portion is still his people. And it's it's called this song. Because when you find the good points, melodies are created. Right? Hazino Zeno to the same idea. Even when you're even when Israel thinks it's so far away, Hashem is concealing his face from them, Hashem's portion is still his people. Like right? there's always gonna be that connection. So they're studying those two passages of scripture, all corresponding to finding the good points. After you do the sacrifices, you okay do Pasur does everybody do precipitism?
0: Not
2: all of them. The psalms. It's so just psalms,
0: right?
2: Um, this is an easy one. Specifically after the recital of the sacrifices, which was the arousal of the good, bringing it up to a level of speech, then we're able to sing psalms. Sing psalms. Finding the, the good is now we're able to sing. Based on the verse that we learned a while ago, I shall sing praise to my God with my little bit which is Psalm 146, verse 2, which we actually say in Pesachonism. Yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah. What yeah. <laughs> was that little this bit? This line here is the little bit <laughs> that <laughs> you need to search yeah. out. <laughs> see what One did, point yeah. on. I feel like this is how we see Torah.
1: Like, I see Torah like that, and Pete just translates it. And all yeah. I saw was yeah. the bottom half. I my life, Then the Shema,
2: the blessing of the Shema. This is easy too. What's the first thing you say when talking about the Shema? We thank you for renewing the works of creation. I'm talking about the blessings of the Shema. Sorry. It's okay. That's fine. <laughs> in as good as it is day, eventually the, the work of creation. I, yeah. <laughs> creation we already just established corresponds to the sorting of the good. Right. And it corresponds to the construction of the sanctuary, because that's the same idea. Gathering in the the good from the evil, separating from the evil fact, Tikkun Azor says the construction of the sanctuary mirrors to the creation account. How does this relate to, say like, we
1: start out the lesson with, this is a philosophy when one is down, It'll come. but this we pray every day. It'll come in.
2: There's 70 faces to the Torah. Don't forget that. <laughs> the primary rectification of prayer is, is in the sanctuary. Okay, why, where is, what verse is he going to use as the proof text for this? Prayer and sanctuary. I could it? pick like 50. Huh? Okay, there's the one. My house will be so a house of prayer for prayer all nations. It oh, yeah. says Hashem al who gathers in the dispersed of Israel. So specifically, how do you build this house <laughs> of prayer for all nations is is through the gathering of the dispersed of Israel. So primarily by means of Hashem gathering Israel. <laughs> the low points. Which is... Picking out the good points from all that's the nations, true. who are the Israelites, gathering them together, that's, that's like true. gathering together the good. That's how this house of prayer is made <laughs> to the sanctuary. Wow. But the well. same Sanctuary corresponds to creation. Creation corresponds to the... Are we going to pray these prayers prayer the same way again. Yes, it, house, my so house cool. will be, how, shall we call it a house of prayer for all nations. So the sanctuary is the rectification for prayer. It's going to be a house of prayer. And it says who gathers in the dispersed of Israel. And so we're not done saying that it's specifically by gathering in the dispersed of Israel that the sanctuary is created. The house of prayer is created. I'm trying to figure out how is it a house
0: of prayer for all nations and it's just a house of prayer from the good of all nations. Because he's saying that the the, the Israel has been scattered throughout all the nations. Yeah. So he's gathering the good for from all the, the nations and nation. bringing into the house. Right, yeah. and therefore the house is now a mm-hmm. house of prayer for all nations because he picked the good out of all the nations.
1: But then once all the goods end the thing, the nations don't have any more good left. No, that's true, they're evil. The they remain so evil. it's not a house of prayer for all the nations anymore. No, well, it is. Because the people that are in it came from all the nations. So they still have their American citizenship. Exactly. They?
2: <laughs> no, that's, not, that's, not that's really what he wants. Yeah, i crazy. Oh,
1: oh,
2: Guys, it turns out I haven't been flipping my pages here. Oh no. So give me just a second. You we can see the rest of the national line.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we go further. You have to stand up.
2: Yeah. Ah, Which
0: direction is the flag? That's right. That's, we face Fort Knox, right? Fort Knox. Fort Knox. i just one. Get it right. I thought we faced Washington
2: D. C actually. <laughs> okay. Washington DC. No, no, you face So from so sea. focused again. Two Two <laughs> before the prayers, <laughs> <laughs> before the Shema, we recite the sac the sacrificial service, which corresponds to that arousal of good. And then we're able to recite the Peswitz Imran, which is which is the melodies that are composed on account calendar story of good. <coughs> from which we then can construct this sanctuary. So the idea is that when we're doing the the blessings of the Shema and the Shema, we're actually constructing a sanctuary Hmm. that we're then going to enter to pray the Amidah.
1: Oh, how cool is that?
2: It's extremely cool. So the Amidah itself is just very basic here. There's only one verse we're really going to look at, which is the first one. My Lord opened my lips and my mouth. I just wanted to say it in Hebrew. That's good. That whole Saftai thing. What's up with that? I, wanted to say I can read it. I can't. Okay. I can't. But this I can't. It. So this is the first thing we say.
1: When we get
2: tifatai. by virtue of all the preceding, finding the good, the construction the sanctuary. We have elevated this point to speech. So now it's I can open my lips, my mouth, make a your praise, which is what the whole
0: point was, elevated to speech. And that's when we step forward.
2: That's it? We step forward. Now we're doing a prayer. Prayer's been rectified. Now. Christian. Prayer's tomorrow morning. are going to be incredible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, I won't be. Able, I won't be praying this the same way anymore. Right. It's amazing. How does this uh, this work with this? Uh, all the prayers so far being audible. Now we turn to silence.
1: You probably want to know. It still it has to be audible to.
2: too. It still
1: has to be audible to you. That's true. Yeah. What really loud really Enough is, for you and God to hear.
0: So How does that work with the like, evil? Could you stand up for it? I have a question, are there like minimum parts
1: to hit? Because that's you know, like a three hour, four hour service. No. no. It's about
0: like, an did hour you include hour. the sacrifices, don't know, right? Yeah. So twenty. now it's stuff? about an hour and twenty
2: minutes. No minimums. I think there is some things that you can skip if you're if yeah. you have to skip it. Yeah. You know, if you're life depends on <laughs> 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 the ultimate elevation of good <laughs> is the category of speech, which is what we just discussed. Okay, that's Pretty enough money to yeah. uh, Before you even start the whole shakarit service, get out of bed and put on your clothes. What
1: do you, you have
2: have Shulchan Aruch says yeah, you that you're see. supposed to put your right sleeve on first, right shoe. your right shoe, mm-hmm. your right pant leg on first. There's yeah. always this precedence yeah. of the right side, yeah. which is the side of chesed, the side of kindness, which is the side of judging people favorably. Okay. It doesn't matter. I agree Then we have that list of like fifteen straight blessings. You just go through them, right? Mm-hmm. Who are you supposed to say Amen? I no. We can't say Amen I unless you know someone else. No, says, you're same. Specifically yeah. for somebody else to be able to say right. Yeah. Helps to have other people there. So one of those you who close the naked. Right. The idea is that we know that mitzvot are clothes for the soul. So before you find the good, before it's revealed, your soul is naked. Soul, the soul is naked until you look for the good. And so when you find the good, it's as if you're clothing your soul. And Hashem is finding, Hashem is helping you find the good. So we, we thank Him for helping us by saying, Who clothes are the naked? Mm.
0: This is so diametrically opposed to Calvinists, you know, oh, yeah. thinking. That we're completely <laughs> yeah. evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: There's no um, good in me
1: at all. I can't even do anything good if I want why is that? Clothed and naked, like kind of farther along in the prayers. It's not. No, it's I'm going backwards
2: now. Going before Shacharit. So this back is the before, This is when you first wake up. <coughs> wash your hands, and you do like the bathroom blessing, Then then these fifteen. It's all before. But even before
1: that, it's like, how good are your tents
2: of Jacob? No, even before, before that, before that, yeah.
1: Open it to say That O Tense is Jacob is before it's this cool. uh, That's what she said. It's saying. like 15, man. No,
2: you're right. Yeah, In know. the article. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're, right. yeah you're, you're thinking of Breslau? Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. It doesn't matter,
1: though. It's one of the more muscles. Hmm. What's the point? What just always confused me is it's, you can't pray those prayers naked. Like, how good are your tents? But then, like, I don't get dressed to like page twenty-seven. <laughs> well, you're, you're supposed, supposed to <laughs> probably
2: be clothed. Just I know the you are. i just it's wondering just why they're in that order. It's
0: not necessarily chronological right. order. Necessarily right. kind of order
2: though, you could, you yeah, could print some people play them as they do it. Like you put on your clothes and you say, yeah, you them. put on you put on the keyboard. Right, you right. Right. Yeah. Of the right. You could do it. That. So this, I'm all squashed. Like if you even read the small print, it says some people do the bathroom busting right after they other the bathroom. Even though they some people wait till another weeks it, so. I'm just going to continue <laughs> back on the main point here. Who gave the heart understanding to distinguish between day and night is the first one of those 15 that we say. Obviously here, the day corresponds to the light, corresponds to the good points. The night corresponds to the darkness, evil. And so, we're awakening in the morning. Hashem's given us the ability to distinguish between our good points and our evil points. Mm-hmm. By searching out for the good. Who so. <coughs> do not create me a Gentile? Which hopefully we're all saying, although that's a quite a controversial point. Who did not create me a Gentile is that if I if I looked um, and I and I gave up hope, then I would probably just go ahead and live as a Gentile. Because I, I wouldn't be able to pray, I wouldn't be able to repent. But since Hashem is has, um, it's not, not that, that you're praying, praying. that blessing. He's opened my eyes so that I can see. You might not even believe in that sound. He would give up faith completely, possibly. So the idea is like, you didn't create me a Gentile. Like, I found the points of good within me. I'm still connected to you,
0: so I don't... Really, know. I mean, the idea there is a pagan, pagan yeah. idolatry, right? idolatry. Yeah. not connected, not, not connected.
1: Connect. A
2: heathen, if you will. <laughs> I will. Who so gives sight to the blind, who releases the bound, who straightens the bent. This idea of being like a blind man, imprisoned or bound and bent over under the weight of all these blemishes. Thus Hashem opens your eyes, releases the bound and straightens you back up by means of finding the good points. Easy, right? Easier. Who gives strength to the weary? You're weary because of all the sins you've committed. You find the good points and you're strengthened. I thought it was because you're trying to wake up before the sun comes. <laughs> it's only weary the first five nights. And then who removes sleep from our eyes and slumber from our eyelids is yeah. the beginning of that big paragraph. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with who bestows beneficent kindnesses upon his people Israel. So that is, how does he remove sleep from our eyelids, slumber from our eyelids? Because he bestows beneficent kindness, So by judging to the right, he removes us from, from sleep. We awaken from sleep. That's the mm-hmm. idea there. Okay, so now we can talk about the four partial, the four Shabbos that we're in right now. Oh, Does anyone wrong what Parah, oh, Shek- These all correspond to the same thing. Of course, Come they do. on! Why wouldn't they? Shekelin! Shek- Say it isn't so! Shekelin passage, Exodus 30, it's about taking the half shekel, I think it is, for the uh, construction of the sanctuary. Mm. First, on uh, a high level, corresponds to charity. Giving the half shekel, charity is kindness. It's giving, it's judging people favorably, saying that there is a point of good in them, so I'm going to give them this this mm. piece of money. <coughs> but it's all for the construction of the sanctuary. We know the sanctuary was constructed out of the good points. So this passage about shekeling corresponds to, like, rising the good points. Mm. That's basic. Mm. Then we go over to Zachor, and Zachor is all about Amalek, remembering to mm. forget Amalek. And the idea here is that once you've aroused the good with the passage of Shekin then you have the ability to subdue evil. By virtue of finding the good, we subdue Amalek. Amalek is the power of evil that tries to overcome the spiritually weak, as it says in the passage about Amalek struck the stragglers, you were fatigued and weary. So after the shachalim, after the arousal of good, finding the good points, we read zechor, and that is how amalek is subdued, because by finding the good, evil is subdued. A little bit of light dispels a lot of darkness. Mm. Is that all? All right. This next one. This is about the red
0: heifer. Um, <laughs>
2: the First thing you Wait, have now. to understand is red heifer is all about repentance. Midrash says of the red heifer that let the mother come and clean up her child's mess It's about talking about the golden calf actually mm-hmm. so the golden calf was a cow the red heifer is a cow let the mother come the red heifer come and clean up the child's mess That's a thing that use. it's a cool phrase to throw around um, it's your mother um, <laughs> only for the initiated <laughs> yeah so having found the points of good and thereby subduing omelette we're now able to repent. Because the red heifer corresponds to repentance. Hmm. This is kind of seen in the phrase the Torah uses, a pure red heifer. So the Zohar looks at this phrase, pure red heifer, and it says, well, red corresponds to harsh judgments. Pure corresponds to soft judgments. And so harsh judgments would be like you're in a state of evil, state of darkness. And you want to get into the state of soft judgments, of good, how do you get from red to pure? Effort. If you're in red, you get you find something pure. So you find some point of good, which corresponds to that perfect dove, that, or this, or this cow. That's not a, a yoke has never been placed upon and has no blemish. Because the point of good is essentially beautiful. Mm. So if you're in a state of red, find something pure, it gets you out of that state. The other, the other thing that connects Parat to, to our teaching is it says, the sages say the red heifer purifies the defiled and defiles the pure. This is kind of the point here. Um, that this teaching only works for someone who's defiled. This works for someone who's, who's fallen has who's made a mistake and they're in like, you know, a rut. They don't want to pray. They don't want to get back up because they think everything's hopeless now. Like, it's just all worthless. Mm. That's when you need this and it purifies the divine. But if you're in a state of pure already, like you feel close to Hashem, you all the right things, now is not the time to go searching for your good points because um, you're going to get false pride. True. You're going to think, yeah, yeah, you got you got all the good stuff. Mm. And when you're in that part, when you're in the, the state of purity, that's when you need to look at your bad points. It says, um, the saints say, if the whole world calls you a tzaddik. Even then, consider yourself as a rasha, as a wicked person. But it doesn't say consider yourself a wicked person. It says as a wicked person. Because if you actually consider yourself completely wicked, well, you need to look for your good points now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like because you're not completely wicked. You have some good points. You know, redeeming will get you back on the up and up. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's good.
2: Last one's Acholish. It's my favorite one. Acholish means uh, the, the new month, right? The new moon, the renewal. Sanctification of the moon. The moon is the perfect picture of this entire teaching. Sanctification of the moon. If you think about it. So After the 15th, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So you have this light of the moon, and the darkness is taking over the moon. And it gets smaller and smaller until it pretty much completely disappears. You no, know, it's all gone. And so at that, that time, when it's completely dark, we go outside, <laughs> and we're just looking for a sliver. Just a sliver of light. You know, just a smallest little good point. Right. And as soon as we find it, we sanctify the moon. You know, we sanctify the new month. We say the moon has been sanctified, and then you go back every night and you'll see that the moon is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, more and more light. Which is the whole idea. This leads you to repentance. Like finding the good points brings more to. light in. It makes the moon grow. When you find the sliver, it grows it's just the whole thing it's the first mitzvah given to Israel Yeah, is to okay. sanctify the moon because it's a paradigm for the whole life wow. like you're going to be down in the dumps find the sliver sanctify it and you call it brings you back to repentance okay, so you should remember that the sanctification of the moon it's actually this Shabbat is uh, Kiddush Shavana, Yeah. so you definitely want to go outside and look for the moon let's do it right now yeah, it's so it's cool. <laughs> 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 yeah. that explains the four parashiyot you got it? Yeah, but I'm gonna close it up with returning to the main point, specifically the main point. <laughs> the main point is midnight. Black background Noticed. Noted. Okay. Okay, this is really cool. I gotta try to compose myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope, <laughs> hope really hard. Just <laughs> dance. Oh, flip to my notes It's cool, it's cool, it's really cool. Um, stay, stay with me next time. Next time. I'm going to go through a lot of notes in a couple of minutes. Okay. Wait till you get the feed from the paper. I'm trying to get an iPad. <laughs> alright, midnight uh, think about midnight, it will would be the halakha, it's a mitzvah to rise at midnight to do the midnight prayers it's not um, it's not like law it's something you should try to do try to get up at midnight uh, a special thread of grace is spread over you, it says, the next day if you got up at midnight to recite the midnight prayers it's not like stay up till midnight it's like rise exactly, and that's the whole idea is Breaking the force of sleep, because at midnight you're sleeping hard. It's dark at midnight. It's very dark at midnight. Middle of the night. And we're not talking about 12 a.m., we're talking about... Like so, so, actual middle of the night. Yeah, it could be two and one. You have to break the force of sleep. You have to get up, right? You can tell this is already corresponding to what we're talking about, arousal from sleep. Well, David Amalek, David King, is kind of like famous for this idea that he would always rise at midnight. And the sages ask, how did he know when midnight was? His heart would him up. Exactly right. His heart is above his head. And the wind would blow. And, it. and, and at exactly midnight, it. a northern wind would blow through. Yes. Yep. Northern wind would blow through it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and make a song, and it would wake him up at midnight. Exactly.
0: Actually, makes so many of the songs make more sense now. Things I was talking about midnight.
1: Mm.
2: <coughs> the word for northern here is Tafun. Like in the beginning of Jeremiah, one of the parts <laughs> toward north, saphon. I was speaking corresponds to Tafun which is the word for hidden specifically in this verse how great is the good that you've hidden so this northern wind corresponds to the points of good that's hidden coming from the north that blows through the harp and makes a melody that wakes them up at midnight <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> points of good both of David's heart I just said that specifically comes from the north because it says in Jeremiah evil will open from the north because you have it has to be from the very mouth of evil. That's the ultimate good. the epitome of good is when it comes specifically from the mouth of evil where things seem absolutely darkest. That's where you have to go in and find the point of good. Good amongst good is just good, but good amongst evil that's the epitome of good. So from the north, from the mouth of evil, the points of good go through the harp. Wake David up at midnight. Okay? Side parallel stream of thought. Which you can't see, but it's good. It's a good stream of thought. <laughs> the first mitzvah that was given is the sanctification of the moon. We're going to use that as code now. Sanctification of the moon is this idea of searching for the good and it grows. Right? Sanctification of the good is finding the good points. Sanctification of the moon. Well, that mitzvah was given right at the time of the exodus. The, the month they were sanctifying as Nisan, which is coming up a couple of weeks right now. Right? So they're going to be sanctifying the moon. And it says that's, that's the reason for the exodus. So it says when Israel was in Egypt, they descended to the, nine, the 49th level of defilement. right? Very bad. They were doing very bad things there lots of blemishes, lots of sins, Hashem looks at Israel and finds within them some points of good. Midrash says he redeemed them on, for four points of good. So he he looked at all of them and only found four points of good and said, for that, I'll redeem you. So Ezekiel, and you can't really see it here, it says, I passed over you, this is Ezekiel 16, the really graphic chapter where Hashem is talking about Israel in the state of a little girl or something. Passes, he said, I passed over you and you are wallowing in your blood. It's like this filthy image of this this young girl, this young woman, wallowing in her blood. That's him passing over Egypt and seeing like they're filthy right now. It says in Ezekiel, the next verse is I said to you, live by your blood. Like even in all your filth, nevertheless live. That is, he redeemed them from Egypt because he found the points of good. So the redemption of Egypt's is tied to the first mitzvah of sanctification of the moon. Mm. They're actually based off of each other. Like, the sanctification of the moon was the first mitzvah, which was really about uh, finding the good. And we found the good, and that was the redemption of, the redemption from Egypt, Right. Mm. So we get to this point that, and you get to the top of it, but it says that the, the exile, the exodus from Egypt and the ultimate redemption will be based on this concept. Because the ultimate redemption is the gathering of Israel's exiles, which we've already said is gathering the good points from the nations. Mm. Right? Now, the exodus from Egypt was all uh, was all at midnight. If you Remember, Hashem says, at about midnight, I'll go out and strike, <laughs> strike Egypt. Right? So here we go. man. we're in the final stretch here. This is the final stretch. I'm not sure I could take much more of this. I'll have tough to read, tough it.
1: But I'd read it from my notes. Yeah, it yeah read it from the, the notes. You couldn't make this up if you want. You and me. he would want? Yeah, he he want. would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I need <didn't laughs> to um. read it. I didn't read it in the notes. From Egypt. This is the Exodus from Egypt. This is the Exodus from Egypt. Hashem passing over. Okay, look. That exact the 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 whole Exodus story, Pesach, is the whole point of finding the good points. Hashem says, I'm gonna kill all the firstborn. He says, I'm gonna save my firstborn son. So he's looking at all his firstborn and he's not saving the evil ones, the Egyptian ones, but he's specifically rescuing just his firstborn son, just the good points in Egypt. So just the Pesach story in general, that uh, about midnight I will go out. The Pesach story, I will pass over. He's rescuing only the points of good. He's destroying the points of evil. He's making a separation. Abraham is the first one to reveal to us this mystery of night, of midnight, because he goes, rescues Lot. says he divided his forces at night. Why did Abraham rescue wicked Lot? Because he saw within him some point of good, right? What was the point of good in Lot? Lot is an ancestor of Mashiach, so he sees this point of good that David the which is Mashiach, is going to come from Lot, and so he goes to battle at night to rescue Lot, hmm. and so Abraham is the man of Chesed, the man who is always judging on the right hand side, to the side of merit. He rescues wicked Lot because of the one point that he finds. The kings who captured Lot, they want to overwhelm him. Kings of darkness. Right? They're wanting they want to overwhelm the point of good and, and uh, smash this idea of even Mashiach, of the point of good. So Abraham is able to subdue the forces of evil just like we can subdue the forces of Amalek because he looked for the point of good. When you look, when you find the point of good, it subdues evil because a little bit of light dispels a lot of darkness. right? To the, this is what he says. The first redemption took place at midnight The final redemption will take place by means of midnight. (laughs) Okay? Just as David, David Amalek, woke up at midnight by means of the harp that was played by the northern wind corresponding to the points of good coming from the north, the the very mouth of evil. And just as Israel is at the 49th level of defilement, in Egypt, wallowing in their blood. They're rescued by means of the sanctification of the moon, the mitzvah of finding the good points, finding the barely visible light which separates it from the darkness and causes it to grow. And just as Moshe, who is called a good man, intercedes for Israel when they break the entire Torah by making the golden calf, by finding their points of good in each of them, so also Mashiach will redeem Israel at its darkest hour, in a final and complete salvation, after which there'll be no more exile, mm. primarily by means of melodies and songs, which are composed by the points of good that he finds in everybody. Proof text of this is the Mashiach of the God of Jacob, the sweet singer of Israel which is in 2 Samuel 23.1. It's talking about David, but it's really talking about Mashiach Those are the same thing. And so also, in the same way, we can hasten the coming of Mashiach by bringing the concept of Mashiach into this world. Just like Abraham rescues Lot by finding the good points and judging him to the side of Merit, thereby bringing nearer the ancestor David, which is Mashiach. So also, we pull Mashiach into this world by moving all of Israel into the category of merit, by judging everyone to the side of merit, we bring Mashiach into the world by diligently searching for the good parts. mean, with it.